It's the Married with Channels podcast. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Need to get more coffee into it. We are talking about uh, TV shows and movies on this podcast. We're a married couple, and I am Moose. I'm Jody. Let's get into it. A couple shows that had their season finales, uh, Moon Knight and Slow Horses, and then another show that we tried. Let's begin with Moon Knight, Jody. All right. What do you think of Moon Knight now that we've gotten through the first season? It's interesting. I'm still interested. There's a little bit of weirdness going on, like like I mentioned, I think, in a in a previous episode review. But yeah, it's just a little teensy bit out there where I'm like, what? I'm still not sure what's going on. But yeah, no, I, don't I, know. I, I, I dug it. I think my issue with it is it kind of started out as a show that's like. It's just, it was a show that started off kind of like an Indiana Jones type of thing, and you had some superhero stuff, and then it kind of got into a little bit of kookiness, a little surrealism, which I'm okay with. I just, I, and it didn't throw me off completely. Yeah. It's just a little, it's different. And I'm not saying that's even a bad thing. Sure. I think I haven't quite decided if it's too far out there for me or not. Like, does it lend itself to the story well? I mean, sometimes it's a little bit much to try and keep track of. Like, wait, who's this? What? Who? What are they doing? Who's? Yeah. Why? Why is this person an avatar now for this god? I don't know. But. Yeah, uh, I think I mentioned I like the Egyptian type mysticism that was kind of baked in. Yeah. Um, and I didn't hate it. It's I liked it. It just wasn't. Gosh, I just, I'm going to kind of be a hypocrite here. It just wasn't different enough, but it was different in that, I don't know, I'm confused by the show, I guess. I guess so, yeah. It's, uh, it's good. Like, the bones are good. The story is good. I just haven't decided if the weirdness is good or not. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. There's weirdness, but it's like a weirdness that, um... I don't know. I guess maybe part of me wanted the romanticism of like, you know, the Egyptian mysticism slash um, Indiana Jones type stuff. Yeah. But uh, I liked it. I just thought, trying to think of what I needed. What's missing? There's like some piece that's missing from this show for me. And I don't know what it is. But um, let's see. Let's play a clip. This is the post credit scene. This is after Arthur Harrow is in the psych ward and this mysterious figure comes, bails him out. They're walking out and, you know, Harrow sees in his wheelchair as he's being wheeled out that there's, there's somebody bleeding dead on the floor over there. And then somebody throws him into the back of a limo. The mysterious figure's there. Oh, look who it is. It's, you know, who? Can't you? You can't hurt us. Yeah. You want to know something? Mark Spector truly believed that after he and I parted ways, I wanted his wife to be my avatar. Why would I ever need anybody else when he has no idea how troubled he truly is? Meet my friend, Jake Lockley. 
Uh-oh. Alright, okay, so we have uh, another personality inside of Steven. Yeah. Slash Mark. Mark. And yeah. it's Jake. Jake Lockley. I and, guess. And he's got some Spanish accent. Nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Intriguing. Leaves, it, leaves us wondering. So it kind of begs the question, is there going to be another is there going to be another episode or season of this? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Is it I, I guess it depends on if um, they're making money at it, right? <laughs> I would imagine they are. I mean, yeah. it was a good show. It was well done. Yeah. Um, it was different. It, yeah, they're definitely taking some chances with it, I guess. And I don't know. I, I liked the story with Mark and Steven. I liked that dynamic. I liked kind of yeah. like that character development. I could have used a little bit more of that and less of the weirdness i guess but it is what it is and kind of like you like i like the indiana jones the egyptian stuff and you know but it is different they are they are definitely uh reaching outside the normal kind of marvel popcorn formula so it's good yeah i don't know i'll i'll stick it out see where it goes it's yeah. interesting i'll come back for a second season if that's there i just um and i feel, i feel like i'm kind of semi crapping on the show a little bit i just don't know where to put it place yeah. it in my brain sure it's not really like a superhero show but it's more like a mysticism yeah more like an other world inter like stuck between hell and heaven type of thing i do like how they addressed um childhood trauma yeah i think that's interesting yeah um, like there's some real psycho psychotherapeutic meat here to yeah, chew on. Absolutely. As much as you can for a Marvel show. A superhero show. Yeah. yeah. But yep. uh, other than I, that, hmm? I still like the suit too. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. The suit's cool. It's different. Yeah. For sure. But uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give it another go. Sure. Why not? We've, <laughs> we've been down this trippy road. Yeah. So right. Gotta see where it goes. Moving on to another show that had a finale. Uh, Slow Horses, the uh, spy drama based on the book series. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. This one also had only about six episodes, which Moon Knight was about six episodes. This is six episodes. That seems to be the new trend. That's uh, borrowed from the English model of TV stuff because a lot of their seasons were only six episodes. Interesting. But... um. This started off, I really like Slow Horses. Then it kind of evolved into a, we got to go rescue the guy. Yeah. You know, they're like, a show like this, I think I'm looking for the backdoor dealings, the CIA covert stuff, the interagency squabbling. You know, they set up the interagency squabbling in the first episode. And I'm like, yes, this is good. Yeah. Then it kind of got more focused on we need to rescue the Muslim boy who got kidnapped who's going to be beheaded by these white nationalists. I mean, yes and no. I think there's still that stuff going on because, you know, Tav Taverner's character was kind of doing some shady dealings, right? Yeah. So I think you kind of still have that. I don't know. It, it, that got a little bit lost, I think, and, and the focus did kind of shift to this rescue mission. But I think, too, like, 
this is a bunch of misfits who are trying to prove their worth. So if they can find this kid and rescue him, maybe that's their way back in. And I think that's, you know, what they're, what they're kind of pushing for. Yeah. I just think I get it. I just think when I want when I look at a spy thriller movie, TV show, I want spy work. It Mm -hmm. didn't seem like it seemed like after episode two or three, like once the one lady was shot and put in the hospital, Mm -hmm. it became this, let's go find him. Mm -hmm. And the spy stuff was kind of, Eh, secondary push, push back yeah. a little bit it's more detective work for you it was like a magnum pi with british accents okay in a way. all right you know it had some funny quips here and there sure um you had a character who doesn't really give a shit jackson lamb um but i liked it i just wish it would been more consistent yeah and it ended like the last episode ended in this big set piece finale involving you know possible gunfire and I don't know. It just didn't, it just didn't go the way I thought it would. Sure. Um, I don't know. I think like the spy stuff, I want to see spy stuff. I want to see people staking out more. I want to see gadgets. I want to see, uh, intrigue. Maybe it's more like, find out this person's a double agent. Maybe it's more like a peek behind the curtain. Like it's not really like that, you know, it's more, uh, you know, using intelligence and people as assets and, it's it's not you know gadgets all the time maybe it's kind of showing you like it's really going through somebody's trash or you know yeah sitting sitting outside a building for quite a while no and maybe i'm losing sight of who that department is and what they do Mm -hmm. they're not maybe uh they don't have access to the resources the big normal mi5 spies do right so they have to kind of get in their car and all ass down the highway to catch up to somebody instead of you yeah. know, calling in a warrant to close down the highway and you know, whatever. Yeah. It, they're kind of the misfits doing it on their own with limited resources. Yeah. And maybe so, that's maybe how I need to think of it. Yeah. More. Like, you know, you can type a novel on a laptop a lot faster, but these guys got to write it with a pencil and paper. You know what I mean? Oh, so, good <laughs> so I think it's just kind of that they're just kind of a, a a throwaway group but they want to prove their worth and they're working on this high kind of high profile thing and they want to solve the mystery with their limited resources kind of low tech yeah style you know low tech style I will, a, hmm? oh i will say there's one character that bothers me in this show and i think you agree it's the tech guy right yes. the hacker guy yes yeah i don't know something about him bothers me i know too. it's just his flagrant ego I think is part of the problem. I don't know. Cause I mean, there are other characters that are kind of rude, rude. They, you know, but they all kind of have this weird dysfunctional family sense for each other. I don't really get that from this guy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I do either. So, anyway, but uh, here's a clip from slow horses. This is a uh, reveal scene. There's this, uh, I forget her name. She's not the secretary in the slow house, slow horses, but she had the flashback of the one guy dead in the bathtub and it turns out Jackson Lamb was at least was well responsible for his death. It wasn't a suicide. Is it done? Yeah. And so am I. If they find out. 
How would they find out, David? It's just you and me in this car. They are rather good at their job. Well, I hope for your sake. They don't. So... So you had... Um, you had uh, Jackson Lamb killed the partner guy. His name is Partner. And David Hartwright, River's grandfather, mm-hmm. is the one who was involved with that murder, if not, you know, ordered it. Sure. So whose partner? I don't know. Yep. I'm assuming he's in the agency somehow. Sure. And I guess we'll find out. They actually played teasers of the next season. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Yeah, I think you fell asleep. Yes, I did. Sorry. But they've already shot the second season. Nice. So hopefully that comes sooner than later. Look, Slow Horses is a good show. I like it. Yeah. I like the Jackson Lamb character. I think there's a nice ensemble of characters there yeah um between the two disaffected maybe lovers yeah and the uh we don't know what happened with the guy who's always wanting to go out for drinks and bowling with everybody but remember he was down in the basement with taverner getting grilled and wasn't he the one that died on the stairs no oh no that's the oh i know who you're talking about yes i'm sorry i got him mixed up yeah yeah i don't know is he just hanging out there in taverner's Dungeon. I don't know. We yeah. just left it at her little interrogation of him, and that was it. Sure. But, okay. Uh, so Slow Horses, he's good. Yeah, um, I love Gary Oldman's performance in this. Yeah, he's such a good character, and I don't know, is he's kind of funny. His bashing of the people—it's like just just when they start to show that they care about each other, then he just rips them to shreds again, and it's kind of funny. And I, I don't know. And I think that's probably, there's a reason yeah, for that. Like absolutely. he doesn't want them to get too comfortable yep. or la- lazy. Yep. Um, so we'll see season two, hopefully coming sooner rather than later. Let's move on one last to one last piece of business. Okay. So we do a thing called, eh, we tried it. Eh, yeah. <laughs> there was a show on Netflix called anatomy of a scandal. It looked good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about some British, uh, politician who has an affair with one of his subordinates and towards the end of episode one, we find out she's accusing him of raping her. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's check it out. You have a decent cast. Yeah. Rupert friend. You got the gal from Downton Abbey. Michelle Dockery. Yeah. Tiana Miller. Tiana Miller. Yeah. And then we watch what? Two, three episodes. Yeah. And they're just, it's just not good. It just doesn't move me. I'm not motivated to keep watching it, I guess. I don't know. It just seems like some show you'd find on CBS on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Oh, interesting. It just seems kind of vanilla. It just sits there. And I don't know if any of these characters are really interesting. Sure. You know, the wife played by Sienna Miller is just the wife of the politician. I don't see any real story there or character. Yeah. She's just, oh, she's just so saddened by her doting husband humping some subordinate <laughs> yeah and now she's got a grasp with oh did he actually rape her what kind of who did i marry blah 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 yeah which could be good but i don't know there's no like it's not she's not couched in a place where we need to care about her yeah and he's just too nice like we need shades of him being a dick huh you know like i think a person who does that they're going to show certain tells of being a punk i don't know sometimes people are surprising and you just are blindsided and never see something coming i guess yeah. i don't know 
But this show was executive produced and maybe written somewhat by David E. Kelly, who has a long history of good TV shows, Ally McBeal, yeah. um, Goliath, which we like. And so that was part of the reason why I was like, yeah, this might be good. You know, good, uh, good heritage here. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't really up to snuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, other than they're just all kind of boring and there's no characters here. Yeah. They're all just kind of avatars of what you expect of a British politician, of a housewife or wife who loves her husband. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Agree. Yeah. It just, eh, we tried it. It yeah. just didn't, it just didn't grab me. I want to keep sticking it out. Yeah. So, Anatomy of a Scandal, eh, doesn't deliver. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. What? All right, good times. More coffee. More coffee, indeed. I think that's going to do it for us on this uh, Married with Channels podcast. Make sure you join us every weekish when we talk about shows. We've got a couple to get to here that uh, Severance is coming up, I think. I think we should probably finish that. Yeah. And um, so much more. So make sure you uh, give us a review, follow us on the podcast provider of your choice, and support the show and uh, join us on Twitter at uh, Mary W. Chance. Share, tell your friends. Absolutely. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. This is Married with Channels. Goodbye. Bye.